0: in a world filled with tabletop roleplay games.
1: I'm gonna hand her a big juicy onion. It's good for health.
2: Bounce, 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 bounce. You won't have cat for dinner.
1: Pride, get up, we're moving.
2: And now the fire has an initiative.
3: Power Word Crit is an actual play RPG podcast with plenty of puns, pigeon bears, and plucky personalities. We are a podcast focused on having fun, crisp audio, clean content, and trying out all sorts of systems including 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, Monster of the Week, and many more to come. Check us out and be involved in our adventures. Whether you're looking for a high fantasy romp or a paranormal investigation, we've got you covered. Find Power Word Crit at PowerWordCrit.com, YouTube, or all major podcast platforms. You are listening... Two
4: of the Chaos Bard. Welcome, Tomies, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left I have
2: Henley, Boudreau. Lila Gratha,
4: Roscoe, and Fenrir. All right, Fenrir, tell us the recap. What happened last time? Well. <laughs>
3: There was a interrogation that happened between Natlin and the archer, Gorbin, and he gave a lot of information about Clothdez, about Clothdez maybe not being who Clothdez is and him kind of being um, possibly possessed or maybe it's not him. And then we learned more about the hidden hand about how they had killed Henley's father and how they try, how they have taken over a lot of Kelleth and are doing a lot of bad things, not so great things in Kelleth, such as like, I, I picture like slavery and, you know, work, not paying people fair wages and farming stuff. And then after we learned about that, Fenrir kind of lost it. And he was talking into going to talk to, his intention as he went in to talk to the archer was to possibly let him go. And then they started talking about their chances of success, which were not great, but what were we waiting for? And then he snapped and started beating him up. The rest of the crew came in and and stopped it.
4: So I think we're going to skip to the morning because I think everybody was in agreement. Like you're just going to go to bed. Talk about this in the morning, right? Yeah. Okay. So we will start off in the morning. You guys tucked in the rain, the, not the Rangers, the Archer.
0: Wait, this is important. Okay. Did my soup burn? Uh, it probably did, yeah. It, it probably did. We ate burnt rice and some ham tonight, <laughs> last night, and same in the morning.
4: Okay.
3: So that's
0: what I'm doing.
4: Kay.
3: Sets the mood. <laughs> e-
0: eating burnt rice. Being a
4: little grumpy about it.
0: Yeah, he, he's a little, yeah.
4: So how did people sleep last night? Because mm. you had Fenrir thing, Fenrir's thing happened, Henley's thing happened. I'm going to roll. How's How's everybody's sleep habit? Yes.
0: I feel like (laughs) I would have prayed, and you tell me if it matters or not. Okay. Would I have felt any peace?
4: Tell me about your prayer, Mm -hmm. and then I'll determine on what kind of religion check you can roll.
0: (laughs) Deal. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Then let everybody else go first, yeah?
4: Okay. That's fine.
0: Henley
2: did not sleep well.
4: Okay. What about everybody else?
2: Um... I slept fine once I got to sleep, but I cried myself to
0: sleep. Mm.
1: Roscoe? (laughs) I slept well enough to get a full rest, but I didn't sleep well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sounds good.
0: (laughs) I think Boudreaux would have prayed for everybody. Okay. And for comfort and peace and knowing if there was anything he could do to help. Okay.
3: Thank you. Fenrir was in and out of meditating and did not... He took the full eight hours to get four hours of meditation.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that I don't think Roscoe would okay. have let Fenrir do a watch last night either.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So we all would have picked up that sack. I probably would have done two watches.
4: And you still have Hurla and oh, yeah. Keth
1: there. Yeah, Dave. so I would... W- oh,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> what? I would have They done- were just out in the corner. They weren't bit... Because... Uh, they don't but care. Kath is still seriously hurt. Right. He's still really hurt. So they didn't do much moving.
2: Herla was nursing Kath back to health. Yeah, She She's watching over her. I would, have, I would have probably
1: put Herla on a watch then and then split it up between me, Henley, Lila, and Herla since Boudreaux would have just slept through it anyway.
4: And very similar to everybody's... Um, when they, you took your hit dice and you felt that burning se- sensation and your heels and your health come back, you guys wake up perfectly healthy. Hmm. Like there's not a scratch on you. There's no bruises. There's no scarring. Hmm. You are completely 100% back to full health.
2: Maybe not emotionally,
1: but
4: physically. <laughs> yeah. That's a different HP.
1: <laughs> Emotional <Jeez>. damage.
2: <laughs> Look, there's a lot that's happened the last day, okay?
4: <laughs> but Keth is not. He is not full health.
0: Can I do any medicine on him?
4: You could do some more uh, spells, healing spells on him, because you're full full spell spells. slots now.
0: Yeah, which is probably worth it. Let's do that. Okay. I you you just,
4: though. you just let me know um, how much health health he gets back. Because I believe you guys still have health potions as well. Yes. How many? I don't know. <laughs> that's that's your guys's. Track.
0: Henley still has one.
4: Because I, I know you guys found quite a bit. Okay, you guys are up, kind of lazily getting things going. You did hear a lot of commotion coming from down the hall, and as you guys peeked out. You, do you see um, Natlin and her crew leaving? Is Oscar the with them? Oscar is with them.
1: Is Oscar tied up? No, he is not tied up. Cool. Then I'm okay with him mm-hmm. leaving.
0: I'll do uh, Cure Wounds. I think I've gone over the spell, or do I need to do spell time?
4: I, no, just tell me how much he... How much health he gets
0: okay. from that. You know.
4: Just so I can keep track of it. What do you guys do? Do you guys feel like talking or kind of just let's head down to the miners?
0: Henley doesn't feel like talking.
1: I'm going to let the health go first. Okay. She just seemed really excited over there.
0: <laughs> oh, so. Kathy's
3: healed
1: seven hit points.
0: Plus 13. Oh, you
3: did you... I'm gonna hear I'm gonna give him a cure wounds. Okay.
0: And then plus thirteen as well for me. Oh, nice. I did max. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> nice. That's 20 HP. Oh, far. whoa, whoa, there's uh-huh. more. It's 2d8. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just one more. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> Twenty-one. Yeah, that was. Would... He's not quite full health, but that is definitely. He's invigorated
1: a little bit. He's
0: did he get any health back from the rest? Mm-mm. Oh, mm.
2: he, he was, was probably t- just sitting there coughing and not really resting too much. Yeah.
4: He he seems somewhat rested, but he's with the healing. He definitely feels a lot more energy. He could try, He looks like he's fit enough to travel.
0: Mm. And there's where before
4: he did, he was not.
0: And, and there's nothing I can do medicine-wise?
4: Not really. Okay. Kind of. You could kind of clean his bandages, but it doesn't really...
0: Doesn't do nothing? That's give fine. him
4: HP. Yeah, yeah, it won't give him any HP. You'd make him more comfortable, but that's about
2: it.
0: Stop okay. infections. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do that for sure.
4: Right. But, yeah. Yeah, you help him change his bandages, keep... keep, keep or she sprinkles
1: her holy water on his wounds.
4: <laughs>
0: and I'll do that to anybody else, too.
1: Kind
4: of water out. on this, and you notice that everybody else there's no injuries, like even Fenrir, like he's he it looks perfectly healthy. His knuckles
0: are gone, and everything. Yeah,
4: his knuckles are clean. There's no bruising. He's perfectly healthy, physically.
0: Yeah. Quick question <laughs> too, because yes. I came into the room late. I would still know that it was Fenrir, right? I can assume.
4: You can assume that it was Fenrir. Okay. The uh, archer down. Fenner's hands, bloody. You could probably assume that. The
0: two other people sure. on top of him.
4: Yeah. 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 Very I, obvious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Thank you.
4: Okay. What do you guys do?
1: I'm gonna approach Fenrir.
0: All
4: right.
1: Walk up to Fenrir and be like, "Hey, buddy. <laughs> you okay? <laughs>
2: Hello." <laughs> <laughs> Please leave that in there. No, he so had I'll a complete like,
0: revert right back to episode one.
4: <laughs> back when times were happy. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> so I'll walk up to Fenrir and be like, you up for a chat? Yeah. I mean, we
3: should probably get going. We don't have a lot of time.
1: Are you okay?
3: As I guess i mean okay. i don't, I, don't, I i'm I'm still trying to figure out what happened like yeah. i' do, I don't know what happened
1: what do you i mean what do you like i
3: mean i I remember going in there and trying to help him like kind of go talk to Gorman about like setting him free and see if he'd help us, and he said he wouldn't, and then he started talking to us and the next thing I know you and Lila are have me on the ground. Like, you've tackled me on the ground, and...
1: Do, do you yeah. rem- remember what he was saying? Like, was there something that, that triggered you, or did it just...
3: I mean, I, I just remember him talking about how we would... Like, we're that we we're, weren't going to succeed. Like, how that we have been... You know, we've been getting beat up by... You know, the guards that we did kill, like, the fact that we barely survived that, he's like, there's no way you're going to survive with as the sorcerer, and...
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well... So... You know. <laughs> the odds have always been against us. Right. And And we always seem to come out on top. Even if it's barely. So I think the best we can do is just hope for the best and know that even if we fail in our doings, we're doing it for the right reason. And don't let some punk archer who's just out pushing buttons get the best of you. That's true.
3: Yeah, that's... That's a valid point. I don't know what. Man, I don't know if it was just all the traveling and not sleeping well. Like, I know my meditation did not go well last night. Usually it takes me a solid, you know, three, four hours and I'm good to go. And yeah, it took me all night to
1: get right. Things haven't exactly been, been easy for us lately. So I get it. But just let us know if you need anything and you remember we got to, you know, we're we're in this together and I mean you know, my I get being overwhelmed and stuff. I just found out that potentially my my whole hometown's endangered, you know? Right. So so yeah. I I get the overwhelming stuff. Yeah, so.
3: I mean, yeah, how are you feeling with that?
1: It's another day in the life of adventuring, I guess.
0: That is totally the title. (laughs) Make
1: sure you add that, I guess. Yes. It's all, seems like it's just one big giant mess and there's just not enough of us trying to untangle it, but... right. Every time we think we get one step forward, it feels like we're going three steps back. I mean, we just found out that probably the reason that everything is happening here is from some super shady secret organization.
3: Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do about that?
1: I'm going to do our part and keep trying to help those that we can. I mean, that's what what our goal is, right? I mean, right. We went from saving the hollow to saving the hollow and the two people who have literally tried overthrowing it.
3: Right. I like that. Help those that we can.
1: So, But sometimes that also means helping yourself. So, I mean, you need a day off.
3: Yeah. And maybe we'll just beat up those we can't.
1: If if you need (laughs) it. Beat up those that deserve it. (laughs) You need a spa day, Fenrir. (laughs) Let me know. <laughs> I'm sure Swindell could work something uh, up for you. No. I mean. You what are
2: you talking about? We'll just find some mud. It'll be fine. People lot pay lots of money for like mud facials.
4: Boudreaux lived in a spa. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why do you think he's so like relaxed all the time? They yeah. just, It's
0: a mud day.
3: Every day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway. Don't get <skip>
3: mud day.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I'll definitely keep that in mind. But, for now, we've got we've got things we gotta do, yeah,
0: sometimes it helps to focus on others sometimes,
3: yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go see if we can't free these miners.
1: Did you get any more information from the archer that was not shared with us? Do you know?
3: I don't think so. Okay. Not, that I, not that I remember.
1: Fair enough. So, okay, well, I guess if we're ready, if Fenrir, if you're ready, is there burnt rice taken care of?
0: Yeah, doggone. Uh-huh.
1: Cool. So His
0: belly's like, no, no, no. Gats <laughs> <laughs> didn't mind too much.
1: He stuffed it in a sock to use it as a, a beating device.
0: <laughs> it's an improvised
2: mall. So while they're having that conversation, I'm just like, I am triple checking my pack to make sure it's good because I know that Roscoe's got it and he's a lot more eloquent than I could ever be anymore. And I am actively avo- avoiding Boudreaux.
4: Okay. Avoiding him. Um, what are you doing with Thanik and Farja's...
2: Oh, I'm I'm taking him with me. Perfect. That's mm-hmm. what I needed
4: to know. Okay. You guys start heading down the hall. It's about a 15, 20-minute walk down this tunnel. And Fenrir kind of guides you guys down there because he was down there earlier. You get to the spot where, Fenrir, you were juggling. And you guys head right down the tunnel that direction. And it's not very far. It's probably about 30 feet down once you turn off kind of the main tunnel area. And you just see this large steel door. It is anchored. You see a lot of like pickaxes and hammers trying to hammer at the edge of the doors, trying to get the door off the rock because this is just solid rock
3: mm-hmm.
4: with a steel door built inside. As you guys examine this, you can tell it's very sturdy. But you can tell also that with all the picking and chiseling, it was eventually going to fall. It was eventually going to get uh, knocked down. What would you guys like to do?
2: Do I remember the name of the individual who used to live in there? I th-
4: I think it, you would know him as Morinor. Morinor. Mm-hmm.
2: So I would knock on the door, okay, like bang on it, and just say, "Morinor, are you in there?"
4: You hear no answer, no reply.
1: I'm gonna do the secret knock. There's a secret
4: knock?
2: There is
1: now. It's knock twice. Knock once. Knock three times. Hoot twice like a barn owl. Once like a brown owl.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You get no reply.
1: (laughs) like, guys, it's Roscoe. It's because someone would recognize me, right? The names, definitely. Like, we got Roscoe and Lylan Garatha here. And you hear
4: the door start... And Henley. And Henley. You guys start hearing the door open. And there before you stands a dwarf. Lila, Karatha, and Roscoe, you'd be familiar with this dwarf. As Thorin.
0: Oakenshield.
4: (laughs) Close. (laughs) close. You recognize him as Thorin Steelhammer. He is a very good friend of Drakaris. Um, but he decided to stay up here and help the miners find ore and everything with Morinor. Because Morinor is a very grumpy, old dwarf. Like, he is not a social person. He has lived by himself for pretty much his whole life. He is actually one of the main uh, miners that were up here when the Glanquest first opened their mines up here.
1: Thorin was or Morinor? Morinor. Yeah.
4: So that's how far back he goes. He's been around a long time and he just made home here and just kept on mining, kept on finding stuff. So he's very familiar with this place. So Thorne kind of was hit that was the negotiator, I guess you could say, the one who keeps the peace between Mornor and the miners. Right. Because being both being dwarves, he was able to talk business with him. But there he is. Thorin stands before you.
1: What sort of relationship would I have with him? Like I know who he is, obviously, but because mm-hmm. of my relationship with Jacaris, would I like not be semi chummies with him, chum, you know, friendly, or just say, Hey, I know who you are.
4: I think it would be more of because he always stayed up at the mines right. and you occasionally did the mine trips, but generally you were a guard down there. But you would have heard stories from Dracara's. Your time socializing with Jakars and stuff, he probably would have told you stories of some of the adventures they've been on.
1: So I will just reach out my hand and be like, hey. Oh, where is, where is all the others? What, what'd you guys do with
4: the bandits?
2: They went away for now. Thorin, it's nice to see you again.
4: Guratha, it is a very good thing to see you. Come, come, come in, come in. He opens the door farther and you come into this it's pretty trashed right now because and it stinks Mm
2: -hmm.
3: a little bit
4: too because it really hasn't been anywhere to put waste
2: (laughs) ew yeah
4: it's it's they've been locked up here for quite a while um the people that you see there especially i think everybody would pretty much know some of these people here um you do notice there's quite a few miners there. There's about six miners in there, and three of the guards that you would recognize. You recognize Greg Newton, who he's kind of—he was the boss, hmm.
3: mm-hmm. the guy
4: who the guard boss that helped uh, transport all the goods from the from the mines to he was the uh, Hayden's Hollow. Yeah. You recognize the forest gnome, Tinsy, and she looks pretty beat. But the one you see that's injured the most is iris and she's, no! the, she's the dragonborn and she doesn't show any she's not awake she's just resting but you can tell there's makeshift bandages on her and she looks pretty worse for wear on her some B- of the miners kind of look the same but everybody's conscious they're hungry that kind of looks like a mess in there
0: boudreaux can you do anything for iris Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. I'll go up to her and check her over. As I scan the people,
2: I am looking for my two other dwarves. Do I see them?
0: You do
4: not see them.
2: I'm going to ask Thorin
4: Mm -hmm.
2: what happened, if he knew what happened to them.
4: He takes a deep breath, and he's like, They are the reason why these miners still live. When these bandits came in here to take over everything, they fought them back, giving us time to barricade ourselves in here. So we owe them our lives.
2: I'm gonna um, pull out the weapons. And just kind of, like, pre- not necessarily give them to him, but, mm-hmm. but present them to him.
4: And he, like, nods. He he knows what the symbolism is.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Recognizing that they've fallen. He mm-hmm. figured they've fallen. But that was the confirmation. Right? Because a dwarf doesn't leave their weapons.
2: No, no, a dwarf doesn't leave their weapons. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to put them, sheet them back up, I guess, because I was Kay. carrying them and then just go see what I can do and just kind of fill thorn in kind of on what's going on and what's happening. And
1: Was there still food left up there in the room? I mean, we didn't take it all, right? Right. You
4: gathered all the stuff that you could carry in bags, but there's still bigger things like big wheels of cheese and bigger barrels
1: of things. I
0: think it's I like- best we uh, don't. Bring the food to them,
1: right? Yeah. So no, I'm gonna just let let them know that there are no more bandits up this way, and there's a room with fresh food and stuff. Twenty and minute, three minutes up the walkway. there. <laughs> yeah, they would know. They'd be familiar where the food was stored.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you see some of the miners start heading. The the ones that are more physically able, they. Head up, and go get some. Go get some uh, food. Okay, so as you guys are talking and everything, you hear this booming voice. It's like, "Here the blazes Open the door. You got everybody knows you should not." <coughs> yeah, as the old dwarf starts hacking up. Yeah.
0: little. <laughs> makes sense.
4: Thorin, did you open the door? You shut that blasted door. You're gonna let everybody in. You're gonna let that beast in as well. And Thorin like rolls his eyes. He's like, no, don't worry about it. The bandits are gone. We got some miners going up to get, I don't care. Close the door. And he's just ranting and raving. This old, old dwarf. He is balding horribly. <laughs> His beard is almost white, and he's walking around, and he has like this, uh, like a blacksmith hammer that he's using as a cane. Oh, <laughs> it's I <love> it's, him. <laughs> it's a longer it's a longer uh, staff, but he's using it as a cane. You can you can tell that this dwarf is old, and you know he's d- definitely one of those characters of like,
2: get off my grass, you know. <laughs> Shut the door, you're letting all the heat out type I'd thing. Turned to you guys, Thorin and I said I never thought that I would miss that grumpy old dwarf.
4: <laughs> yes, it's been a uh, fun in here locked away with him.
2: My apologies.
4: <laughs> okay, what anything that you guys would like to say or do?
0: Henley would go around and see if she could like the major wounds mm-hmm. would go and cure. So, Boudre could save some of his spell slots.
4: Yeah, so Iris seems to be the most injured out of everybody. Everybody else's v- bruises or the cuts are, you know, healing. Oh, okay. But Iris is definitely the one worst for wear.
1: Would I know Iris? Yeah. You would know her. Yeah. Tell me about Iris.
2: She's a dragonborn.
1: I got that. Yep, she and is a
2: she...
1: red dragonborn.
2: Yep, mm-hmm. she was. Um, in my party when we came back from the ore expedition the last time so she's pretty familiar with the mines has been up there quite a bit
4: she is not much of a socializer she's pretty quiet mainly because she doesn't speak common very well she does understand most of it but speaking it she struggles with but she's a loner pretty
1: much but she is good in a fight that's what I was wondering (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to give one of my health potions to her. Okay. So I'm gonna try and get her on her feet here a little bit. Okay,
4: I need to know how much health is getting pumped into this. Enough to 80? make her full health and
1: combat red. ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did Boudreau heal her? I don't know. I was. I think I was checking her out while you guys.
1: Yeah, go just ahead. And came do, over.
4: Like, there's no reason to do a medicine check because you can tell. The, the bandages on her not well done, for one. The bandages are pretty much torn off shirts and pants, anything that they could get to stop the bleeding. You can tell there's infection setting in, and she she has a fever. She is running hot, which is not not strange for a red dragonborn, but she is definitely running hotter then it would be healthy.
0: But I more or less would kind of know that. You Yes. With a lizard folk, right? Yes. Yeah. So then I will do uh, cure wounds as well. Okay,
4: just let me know. And Second I know, spell. Henley, were you going to do a health Depends
0: though? on if she can be revived.
4: Yeah, she's just not conscious. She's still. 13. Okay. 12. Ooh, and 12 off of you. Okay.
1: And I guess 10 off my health potion when it comes down to the road.
4: Yeah, because by the imitate. time she wakes
1: up, you could give her that health potion.
0: And I definitely want to change up her bandages and clean her up. Perfect. Henley just assists Boudreaux. Like, Boudreaux, like, hand me that. Hand me Scalpel. this. Scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> Bandage.
2: <laughs> and then he Holy randomly water. asks for a roll, and you're like, what the heck? And you're like... <laughs> cheese will i like that's how like the one thing that we keep going back to that he eats right now is just cheese <laughs> i
0: was gonna say if, if he was during, doing anything he would he would want corn, corn? <laughs> that just makes more sense
2: <laughs> i don't know like, that they had corn up there i, I no?
0: know but like yeah okay so one I, day. <laughs>
5: Two Tomes of the Chaos Bard mid-show break. I am your host, Rupert Bumpkin, from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solemn will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our songs. You can also commission to feed the cast or write a letter to Dear Boudreaux. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post show, DM Dave's deep dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to Ko-Fi.com slash Tomes of the Chaos Bard. That is Ko-Fi K O-Fi.com forward slash Tomes of the Chaos Bard, and help us grow. And last but not least, the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family. That is all, folks. Back
4: to the show. Okay, yeah, she is now conscious and she takes a deep breath and she's like, Oh, what? What happened? I think she'll say that in Dragonborn.
0: I mean it's a little understand weird, anything. but I can understand right,
4: it. Right, hat. different dialect.
0: Yeah. A little bit. Henley understands.
4: Yeah. What what happened? Where? Where? And you see the shock and she like kind of sits up and goes, ah, oh. Oh, oh, where?
0: You should lay back down.
4: Oh, is, is everybody safe? Uh,
3: um, yeah, mm. <laughs> We gotta <laughs> turn to someone else.
4: And she sees Lila and Grotta, And she goes, Garota. Iris? And you can kind of tell by her look. She's like is everybody okay like that body language wise
0: Henley will also say she's wondering if everyone's okay for
2: now everybody is fine Thanek and Farja are not with us anymore
4: and you just see her shocked and then she just lays back down and closes her eyes and just shakes her head as tears Start falling down.
0: Hmm. Boudreau just sits, like not really with her or next to her, really, but just there with her.
4: Mm-hmm. And in the background, you hear uh, Thorin and Morinor just arguing about something in dwarves. It's pretty much is talking about closing the dang door. Closing the dang <laughs> door. Forget the miners that are out there. They're they're lost for wear. You're going to let that creature in here, and we can't have that, and just berating everybody. He's like, we should just kick them all out. We were just fine.
1: Um. So I know he mentioned it earlier in Common, the creature, right? Yes. I want to ask about said creature and what creature he's referencing.
4: Okay. So you interrupt their conversation, and more and more turns to you and you can just see Thana kind of like roll his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a, oh no, here we go again.
0: <clears throat> Oops, I did it again.
4: Thorin. Okay. Uh-huh. Rolls his eyes. Too
0: many teenagers. Thank you.
3: <laughs> so.
4: And Mornor gets down to your level and he's just giving you kind of
1: very gruff looking. How much taller is he than me?
4: He's, he's probably old. About punched over. He's probably about four feet tall because he is pretty hunched. But he's he's more like leaning over more and just staring at you. There is... What is his voice again? Sorry, folks.
0: <laughs> Trying to remember what he what he sounded like. It's fine. He's been down here for a while. Something's happening. <laughs> he
2: talks himself in different, a different <laughs>
0: dialects.
2: dialects of common. It's fine.
4: <laughs> There's a creature down here. He's about six feet tall, hunched over. He has pale purple skin, long clawed fingers, and one large green eye. Fleshy spikes cover his back, and his skin is rough, almost scale-like. I'm not sure what it is, but I have scared it off several times. Don't attack it, though. I did once. I hit him with one of my hammers for snooping around. He snuck in one of my secret one of my crevices in my walls. But as I hit it, it took one look at me. And I froze in my place. I couldn't move. And it approached me. Its breath smelled of sulfur. It made a mess of my place. Throwing all my equipment everywhere, destroying my forge. But before it left, it turned and looked at me, and I heard this gravelly hoarse voice. Ugh, I still hear it in my nightmares at night. I didn't understand it, but I knew it was a threat. After it had left, I gained control of my limbs, and I built a wall. And fastened every crack and nook in this place to keep that foul creature out. I don't know what it was, but it is foul.
1: Did you ever think about poking it in the eye?
4: I'm not touching that thing. Did, did I not just?
1: Did you not you? just hear the story?
4: How did you <laughs> scare it away? I threw a hammer at it. But you were frozen. After or before, I was frozen. I threw the hammer. He got mad. It got mad, and then froze me.
1: But why didn't it eat you?
4: I don't know. I personally don't care. I just
1: want getting back in here. I do care because it may not be the monster you think it is, as recent encounters with monsters have shown me.
2: Hashtag Emory.
1: <laughs> what are no. you talking about? I encountered a creature recently that I thought was a monster and ended up not being a monster but could look like a monster. And it was a very friendly monster. And in fact, I was the monster for chasing the monster. He's just give, looking at you like a blank face. He's like...
2: It was not a big purple dinosaur either.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but this creature, it has evil intent, I assure you. Everything in this cave seems to have evil intent. You see, Thorn put his shoulder, his hand on, on Mornor's shoulder, and he's like, "That creature, that creature has not caused us any issues. It Doesn't mean he won't." Yes, you you're right, but that's not the only creature down here. I haven't seen any issues with that and other creatures, so I don't think it is a threat.
1: Have you ever considered that you're in the creature's home?
4: I was here the whole time. I've been here for over 200 years. <laughs>
1: <coughs> <And> have you <laughs> delved deeper into the mines? Oh,
4: there are secrets here. Dark secrets. Many buildings left underneath these rocks. Though there are very much dangers down there as well, so you have to be careful of where you travel. There was once an Azer down here, and all the secrets that we I could have gotten from him if those blasted and looking at Thorin adventurers wouldn't have
1: scared it off) <laughs> That darn cat. (laughs) (laughs) Scary monster? Or just a creature?
4: I think it's some creature that's been down here. Like Morinor said, there are a lot of secrets down here. There are ancient buildings that were built under here. I don't know from who or from what, but they're ruins. And there's many, many secrets down here. And I believe there are
1: many secrets that should remain that way. I agree. I'm gonna we'll look back to Morinor as a light bulb just went off in Roscoe's head.
2: Light
3: bulb. Light
1: bulb. <laughs> Did the creature seem like it could understand what you were saying? It
4: understood when my hammer was thrown at it.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
2: I love him. <laughs>
1: Did you say any words to said creature?
4: It said lots of words.
1: <laughs> did it seem like it understood the words?
2: None of them are family friendly. friendly.
4: <laughs> I, don't, I didn't understand his language, so I assume he doesn't understand mine. My-
1: Roscoe, do you know this creature? I don't know this creature, but Roscoe's just doing what Roscoe does and thinking outside the box. You see a minor approach. He's like, and, and that
4: is not the only creature down here. We, we have seen other ones. There's these fish-like people and, and mushrooms down here. And they, they, they took our dead. I heard about that. And they're probably gnawing on their bones right now.
1: Yeah, probably. Oh. Unfortunately. Uh, you should hunt
4: them down and kill them for that.
1: We have bigger fish to fry right now. There are fish. You can go fry them.
0: (laughs) You've been down here a long
3: time. Do you
1: need to see some sunlight, get some vitamin D, (laughs) some fresh air? Have you had too many of those mushroom men? (laughs) We've been down here for weeks. It
4: is probably good to get out of here.
0: If you I can't want. stand
4: being in this cave one minute longer.
0: Yeah, I'll take you to the door if you want.
4: Yes, please.
0: Yeah. What, what can we take out with you, him?
4: I, I got nothing here.
0: What about everybody out? Anybody need help? Huh?
4: You see quite a few people, like, nodding like they're ready. You know, like, about half the miners, so about three of them headed down to get some food. The rest of them were still... Staying there, but if you're willing to escort him, I think everybody's willing to go.
0: All right, everybody grab whatever you need. Let's go. This place, dang man. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm uh, stop Thorin before he leaves.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Thorin wasn't necessarily gonna go with them. Okay, cool. And I'm gonna say Thorin. Yes, I've heard of your exploits. Mm-hmm. And your adventures. Um, we could really use some extra muscle. How so? We're going to fight a potential sorcerer and a guy that's not the guy he says he is and save the two people who are trying to overthrow the city. Oh, and also, scare your Scarrows. And, and-, Scar-
2: and Belrin and Rochelle.
1: Oh, yeah. and we're going to save Belrin and Rochelle.
2: They have been captured.
1: They have been captured, and as far as we know, they're alive. But we could really use another combat-worthy person.
4: Yeah, I'm willing to go.
1: Great. For the hollow. For the hollow. We're thinking about (laughs) rebranding. okay <laughs> so where what's your plan what's what's
4: the start what has happened to the hollow
1: okay so recap
2: <laughs> oh, <Bleah>. yeah
1: montage <laughs> and I'm gonna word vomit everything yes. that's kind of gone on I'm gonna pull out the magic card I'm gonna show them the map tell them mm-hmm. the time frame
2: hold on I want you to actually do this I want it in all Winnie fashion over here
1: okay <laughs> <sighs> hold
3: on <laughs> <laughs> take, take a drink <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might want to sit down for a minute
2: wait okay. a second that don't sit down you don't know why you I sit in
1: <laughs> <laughs> really good point okay last time when we had met we were leaving or last time we had been here we were leaving the hollow and we got sidetracked on our way to Avalon but ended up in Avalon to try and save the hollow from Mendrick, uh, in which we ended up causing probably more harm than good but we saved it from Mendrick. Um, to another dwarf guy who's going to buy the mines. And then as we were leaving Avalon, we got a letter saying that, or no, sorry, mendricks wife showed up and said, hey, they're going to kill Mendrick." And we're like, who? And he's like, Marlow. And I'm like, oh, great, another M name. Uh, so we hopped on some <laughs> eagles, and we flew out here, and we came across some zombies and kind of worked our way through there. And that was sketch. Um, then we met up to bounty hunters who chased us earlier, were trying to capture us earlier in the story. And we teamed up with them a little bit, and we went into... The Hollow by a Secret Passage, which nobody's supposed to know about, so I'm not going to tell you about. Um, And (laughs) we met with (laughs) Juna. Yep. Yes, I got one right. (laughs) Uh, We met with Juna, and she told us that everyone had been kidnapped, and that you guys were trapped up here, and that... We had to come up and rescue you. So we came up to rescue you guys and rescue them. And, and there the was bandits a big bandits were terrorizing the hollow. And there, oh, and some bandits were terrorizing the hollow. And there were some bad guys up here. And we kind of beat the crap out of them while they simultaneously beat the crap out of us. And then we convinced the bandits outside your door to actually help us because they were friends with Marlo, who's going to be backstabbed by Cloth Dez, who isn't actually Cloth Dez and is potentially working with the sorcerer, who's working with some other bad people, who are working with even worse people. Um, and so we're about four days from there to go save them. And the more muscle we have to go in there and beat up some people.
0: Before day seven.
1: The better off we're going to be. Hmm. Well, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a weapon? I sure do. Great.
2: You don't, have that was really good. So
0: I was... That was excellent. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I am curious because on this map of yours. If you haven't noticed, it seems like there is kind of two directions you could go. There seems like you could go down further, going out of where we're at now and continue on that main tunnel, going deeper, which seems to be your longest route. But there is also this shorter one that seems, I don't know what's going on with your map there, but it seems to be more fuzzy. But it does seem to be a more direct route.
1: Is that the... The front door one, right? Or is that a different route entirely? It's actually the
4: one that comes out one of these main entrances that uh, he kind of looks back at or You see Morinor kind of... It's through one of his holes that he has blocked.
1: I wonder if that's why it's fuzzy. It's And that's why we haven't considered taking it, is because it's not... It's the fish, people. ...highlighted by Google. <laughs>
0: No, it's Oogle.
1: No, it's redirected by Oogle.
3: Yeah,
4: there Oogle. <laughs> it is very possible, but I know that there are v- magic down there, and that could possibly affect maybe this magic thing too.
1: Define magic. Like what do you mean?
4: Anything and everything between. Great. I know that there are stone creatures down there that will attack you on sight. I know that there are shadows. In the shadows, that if they snag you, they can take your life, and you could possibly become one of them. It is more dangerous, but according to your little map here, it would probably cut our
1: time in half. would put us at two days. But the problem is... It is more dangerous. It is more dangerous, so it would probably still be beneficial to take the safer, longer route. Which I would advise. I like magic, as long as it's on my side. But this does not sound like it's on my side, so. And well, I've been down there personally, and it is not a fun place.
4: I'm glad we are avoiding that. Cool. So, when do we
1: go on our little excursion? Uh, soon. No. We <laughs> need to make sure that. Is there anybody? ask Iris I was gonna ask Iris Iris is still down yeah yeah if we can get her back up to full health if she would like to participate in this endeavor as well and maybe if she, she needs a weapon Grotha could borrow one of let her use one of the ones from the comrades that have fallen so bujo's gone right now. <laughs>
4: Um, so, Henley,
3: mm-hmm.
4: you would need to translate this for yep. for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you translate that for him. And she responds in, I don't have the, the strength. Even if I had... Health potion? Even at full health, I don't think I'd be much help. Two health potions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much fight in me anymore.
1: That is understandable. I'm assuming, sorry, I'm assuming you're relaying sentences. I am okay. translating. You're doing a great job. <laughs> so good.
2: It's like word for word almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: impressive. Dragonborn uh, Draconic is a lot easier than Lizardborn Draconic.
1: <laughs> is she well enough at this point she can walk? like.
4: She is well enough to...
1: I'd like to get she's her well enough to walk, yes. out of the caves if possible, but I also, I mean, like, I can't just, like, carry her everywhere, so <laughs> <laughs> couldn't anyway. She's a dragonborn, and I'm a yeah. halfling.
4: She, she got, like, 35 health, so she's... <laughs> she's okay. She's okay.
1: She's just not fighting anymore.
4: Just the emotion, yeah. She's, she's just not there. Once
0: again, emotional damage.
4: <laughs> okay, so is that the plan is trying to get everybody out of the cave then? Boudreaux's already taken pretty much everybody. The two left guards that
1: were left over there, they went with you as well. It's probably for the best. So that They had a little bit of protection going down the mountain or whatever.
2: Yeah, they might need that.
1: As much as I would like to have two more people. Thorin, Thorin will work.
2: Yeah. So,
4: Greg and Tinzi, who is a forest gnome, they both went with you as well, Boudreau.
1: Did Tinzi still
2: give me a weird look?
4: She's always like... She just got a weird look.
2: No, she's given me a weird look before.
4: She has because you've explained your story to her like I'm a half. Mm-hmm. And she's always been trying to get who your family is. Mm-hmm. But I think I remember that you just you weren't didn't
2: I didn't give her just, Lila's I just didn't last tell name. her what my last name was.
4: Yeah, and she's yeah. always been trying to get to know. She's like, "Maybe I know him. Maybe I know him. Tell me, tell me, tell me." But yeah, nothing ever come from it.
2: Okay. With Iris, when she gets to the point where she's getting up and getting out, I'm going to do the same thing that I did with Thorin, and I'm going to present the weapons, then and Fresh's weapons to her, and but I'm just going to offer them to her. It's like, I know you don't have any fight. I know you don't want to, but they'd want you to have at least one of them.
4: And she takes a deep breath. And she reaches out and she grabs the crossbow. So Farja's. Yeah, Farja's crossbow, her large crossbow. And you can see her like she just kind of cuddles it. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: Almost like it was an infant, Mm -hmm. you know. And she nods and continues walking. Because like you, uh, the two dwarves accepted her. They kind of adopted her as well. Mm -hmm. Took care of her and stuff. Um, when you got here, when Lionel Garatha got here, I, I, Iris was already with those two. And so you know that they had a great relationship as well.
2: And I'm going to pretend I'm not crying okay. and say, <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, we need to leave as soon as Boudreaux's back. Boudreau. I
0: leave the hollow. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just on. keep going, guys. <laughs> I'm done. (laughs) Yes, this is my new family now. (laughs) My boy (laughs) Yeah, so he takes him outside the cave and oh he just like relaxes in the sun. Just like immediately just wants to like stretch out. It just put its arms out and he just kinda smiles at the sun. And then he looks at everybody else and like, Are you guys gonna be okay getting down the mountain?
4: Well, is it safe to go
0: down? Uh, I mean, we didn't run well as long as you're careful, I think is there more of those bandits around?
4: Because if there's more of those bandits there's there's no reason for us to leave here just to be oh. caught out in the open Hey, Fendi. are are you are you going to stay with us? Did Fanny
2: go? Yes.
3: <laughs> are you there or what? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: yeah. I have been summoned. <laughs> He's
3: like, "Hey, Fenny, you called." It's <laughs> the Fen here. <laughs> fen here.
0: Fen here. Fen there. Fen everywhere. <laughs> um, okay. It do. Do you think they're gonna be safe down going down the mountain? Is it gonna raise suspicion? Are they gonna be okay?
3: Uh, I mean, it will definitely arise suspicion. Whoa. Um, uh, but if. I mean, uh, Disguise themselves as refugees, as more refugees that are going into town. Eh? That might be it. I mean, they smell like that. Yeah, they
0: kind of <laughs> look like that too. I didn't go to pretty though. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is plenty of food up here. So I mean, they could stay for a while. Should we go out right go? Three minutes back to ask him a question. <laughs> um,
3: yeah. you know, I, I, I think we need to carry on.
0: Yeah. Get back
3: and get back, get back and keep moving. We don't have a lot of time. Yeah. You're just gonna leave us?
0: What? You got the two guard here. You got. You feel good,
4: eh? These these two guards. Yeah, but they're not gonna take out the bandits. They they took out the bandits when there was five of them, six of them. You said they did.
3: Look. So you're good, right? If you go this way,
4: the bandits took them out. (laughs) We lost two of them. And honestly, the two best ones. And now you're just gonna leave us here? Do you want to go back? Well,
3: I mean, without you
4: guys. I mean, here. if you guys took no. out the, all the bandits, l- do you want to l- go
3: back behind the steel door? Uh,
4: I mean, it's f- better than being out in the open here. Okay, we'll come back for you then.
0: Look, we got stuff to do. Like there there's more people to save the hollow, or you're never gonna have a home again, and that's kind of why we're here, so like if so if you really want to um I, I you could come what else if you really want, or you could stay here or you could go down well, where are you guys going? We're going deeper and yeah. deeper, yeah, what? I'm not excited i'll I'll stay with that
4: grumpy old dwarf. I'm not going any deeper, yeah. When
0: they was not working with you, uh, there, there's some, uh, uh, there's there, there's more cheese in there. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go bite. Right? <laughs> come on, come on, man.
4: So there was a few of them that came out, but a lot of them went back in into the the room with all the supplies. And you hear somebody else come out and be like,
0: "What's up with the guy tied up?" <laughs> Oh, yeah, just feed him cheese now and then he'll be okay.
3: Okay. Keep him tied up till we get back. He looks pretty bad. You can let him go if if you want. He might kill
4: you,
0: though. Yeah, we'll leave him tied up. Smart. (laughs) Oh, and I highly recommend asking him all about his life story. He got so much to tell you. Well, maybe we'll ask him when the swelling goes down. But also, his favorite shape of cheese is when you cover into a fish. Is that right?
4: That person just turns around and walks away.
3: <laughs> Fenrir's going to follow him.
0: Okay. I follow go Fenrir. to go back
3: to the archer. Oh, no.
0: Okay. I'm following Fenrir. <laughs> and I said that before he said that, just so you know.
4: <laughs> okay, you enter the room with the archer.
0: I'm really close to Fenrir, and you see
4: him like he his he's pretty swollen. One of his eyes is cl- all the way closed, and the other one's like just barely peeking out.
3: He he walks up to him and he uses cure wounds.
4: Okay, you see some of that healing
0: go down. I almost some hesitate. of the swelling.
4: Swelling, thank you. Mm-hmm. Some of the healing go down. <laughs> some of the swelling go down.
0: <laughs> I'm like ready to grab Fenrir. And so when he goes down to like heal him, I'm like, I almost stop him, but then I
3: don't. Okay. And he's gonna go up and be like, I'm sorry, and then he's gonna turn around and walk out the other door. Okay.
4: He doesn't say anything in response.
0: I walk out with Finner.
4: Okay. So you guys are heading back down. Everybody's together now. And I
2: steel door shut.
4: There was attempts on <laughs> shutting the door since everybody left, but Thorn's like, no, we're not shutting the door. There's still people. We don't know what's going on yet. There's that whole conversation. So now everybody's back, and I think that's a good time to close out this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are getting ready to go on a little adventure. So excited for this! I've been waiting for this.
0: Digaton dig, digatana. Dig
4: <laughs> waiting for this for a long time. Things are starting to come together, and I'm super excited. Thank you guys for listening. Big shout out to D. A. Nichols for writing our theme song and our music and other songs that we have here. If you are looking for a new TTRPG to play, go check out her shields of power, and that is at drivethroughrpg.com. Also, another shout out and thanks to Realmwalker. Monument Studios, freesound.org, and Tabletop Audio for our additional sounds and music. I am DM Dave, and to the right I have. Fenrir. Roscoe. Garoth, and Lila. Boudreau, And Henley. <laughs> and until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale.
3: Bye! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and for the record, while we're distracted, I killed that mosquito. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks.
4: Now it'll become a spider later. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, like... death bless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looper. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Buffering. <laughs> Buffering.
1: <laughs> and maybe... Are you standing next to me or are you just whispering to me as my wife?
2: No, I'm just whispering to you as your wife. I'm over <laughs> by Iris.
1: Okay.